All right, guys. <laughs> that was the I kind can't of, with the professionalism. <laughs> Mother of God. <laughs> yeah. He he literally looked over at us like I, maybe that was. I guess I don't give a shit. No uh, waste of my time counting. Josh doesn't have time. Josh, are they videoing time. this? No, no answers. That's amazing. Oh, we, we, can't we are. We really are. See Josh. He, yeah. Oh, yeah. There he is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He'll pop his head up. Buddy. He is. He helps you on your show, doesn't he? Well, or I don't he... help would be the word. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but hi, so, uh, Fraser Smith. Fraser's is here, on point tonight. The Comedy Store would like you to know that the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are strictly those of the speakers or authors and do not necessarily reflect or represent the views and opinions held by the Comedy Store and its affiliates. Yeah, Fraser, you know, he just got off stage. He's still on He's stage, still on. even though he's sitting still in crushing. the basement. I am. Fraser, I'm excited to have you on. Man, it's good to see two of my favorite people. Really? Yeah. Do you really? say that to everyone, though? Thank you, Rick. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. But, but still. The most positive guy I've ever known in Hollywood. My most fa- my. favorite people, even of all the people that I say are my most favorite Wow, thank you. Is there anybody you don't like? Plenty of people that we, we don't have the time. Yeah. Really? really? I once asked Fraser because I was so confused. I'm like, how can this guy be so nice? Yeah. And he said that he burned bridges for years. Many years. And he's he's yeah. making me- making amends. Rick, I think that's actually true. Do yeah. you think this is your future, Rick? That's why I am okay. I just hope that I can get <laughs> to be that nice. bridge burning. Sure. Oh, yeah. He's, <laughs> he's clever. He has like a blowtorch that yeah. he brings yeah, around. He that really I always tell people. entire community, but he does it so uh, cleverly. I always tell people you got to burn the bridge when they're building it because it takes, oh, yeah. uh, it's a lot quicker that way. Yeah, so why waste the that. time? Yeah. But, exactly. That's amazing. And then I remember we were trying so hard to get Fraser to say negative things about people. And yeah. We couldn't get him to do it. <laughs> Well, we were trying. It, this is probably like 10 years ago. And okay. then, I'm still thinking. Yeah. There's got to be someone. <laughs> we finally, yeah. we got him to, we were like, you, you can admit they're terrible, right? And he was like, oh, yeah, they're the worst. But it was so, it was so positive. It still was positive even in the The hatred. spin was just well, like, wow. like, they were the best at being the worst. That's exactly it. Yeah. Uh, that's amazing. Yeah. They're horrible, but uh, they're cool. Now that makes me happy. <laughs> yeah. That they, you know, you there's occasionally find some... someone. I mean, you know, once in a while, we all have, you know, someone. Yeah. yeah. But then there was one. I have a that lot I, that I will not bring mm-hmm. up. Uh, but I, I, I did say that you guys were uh, pressing me one night. I go, okay, so and so, because you said who was the guy that was at the store in the old days at the comedy store? Oh, that, oh okay. That you didn't. That you didn't like. Oh wait, we have a disclaimer. You can say it. Well, I said who it was, but I don't say it now because <sighs> what happened was then I had to work with the guy in Vegas. Oh. And then he turned out to be cool. He had grown out of that. But That's don't you think a lot of people go through dick. dick stages? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And this guy had been a real dick to everyone. But then when I worked with him, now he matured and he was cool. It was oh. weird. Yeah, felt bad that I said all those things about him. Oh, I don't. Yeah. I want you to, say, <laughs> yeah, you I want you to repeat him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He doesn't listen. They, they, need to, they need to or she. earn yeah. you know, us not talking shit about him. That's how I look at it. Well, this, this guy, and I will not mention his name, but this guy was uh, <laughs> so, so professional. Guys, stay, listen to the end because we close and, with his name. Well, you know, and then he would do, I later found out, you know, he would uh, be in a movie and he'd alienate everyone on the movie set. Oh. And then, you know, the star of the movie wanted to stab him. You know, I mean, stuff like that where the guy was just so Jesus. annoying. Yeah. You know, and he would, and he's the kind of guy that uh, when you get off stage, even if you have a good set, he'll run up and give you notes. Oh, no. that's the worst. Here's what you need to do. Yeah, and like you have, oh, you know, and uh, yeah. 
That's that's messed up. And he up. would do that with everybody, and uh, you know, everyone did not like the guy. Yeah, that's. I mean, well, so that's what I'm saying. If he's hated as a whole, I, that's someone who needs to be dealt executed. with accordingly. Oh, I, I mean, executed is what I meant, well, but okay. I'm, I'm trying to keep day. my action. I apologize. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I apologize. Eleanor, before yeah. he would have said blown up. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm trying to. He gets older. Yeah, I'm trying to. You know, stay in the industry. Every okay. day I get closer to quitting. And Don't I, ever quit, Rick. You're one of the best. Isn't right? The best I, we me. tell him all the time. I, I have my Rick story. Okay, What's we your Rick down, story? We went down to a gig. I took Rick down to this gig. It was oh, a yeah. club. And it was the most talk about annoying. Those people, I would actually want to kill. Yeah, they were uh, like they all. They were, everyone was so rich at this thing. Like when they would come up to talk to you because they felt like they needed to go say hi to the entertainment. Yeah. they would all drop how much money they made by a certain age. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. this one guy. They like, give you the age. He'd be like, you know, I made forty million by the time I was forty. And I'm like, cool, I got five hundred for tonight. So <laughs> yeah, thanks a lot. And you comics have fun up there. Yeah, you know, and they were just dicks. The yeah, whole, the you. Whole People. He probably and called thought, you, you people. Oh, yeah. What are we? This is going to be the worst gig ever. So I bring Rick up, and and I struggle, and then couldn't get any. They were just idiots. So Rick gets up there and destroyed all of them, ripped them apart. Yes. Like he's so good at, and they loved him. Oh, of you course, know, they, they loved, loved the abuse. He, yeah, he just abused them. And at the end, they couldn't get enough. Of, Can you bring him back? Uh, <gasps> that guy was great. The guy that made fun of us, you know. They should say, yeah, I'll bring him back for been, forty million. It'd yeah. been a long time since anyone had told these people what disturbing <laughs> losers them. they were. He told them. I loved it. I was in the back, loving it. I I, I stood in the back. You made fun uh, of the. I one watched. Yeah, the one guy. One guy. He was like. Rich, rich he, guy. Yeah, he was the, the kid of. Yeah. That's right. There was the one super rich guy, so I ripped him to pieces. And then there was a loud guy who kept heckling. And I go, what are you, like, you like the richest guy's kid? That's why you get to oh. be here? And then they all went crazy because he w- was only he there because he was the child of exactly. some other oh rich guy. Hit it on the head there, yeah. But I, I just I watched Frage, and they were, the crowd was just terrible. And then uh, Brandon Christie, is that? I think Brandon Christie Somebody was with us. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that? Euro Barris? Yeah, Euro Barris was there. Mm-hmm. He looks like Don Barris, but European version. Oh yeah, 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 yeah the yeah. Euro version. Yeah. And they were, they were just rude. That's the only way I could describe them. They were just rude. It was like we were the jesters, and they could just throw rotten fruit at us. Did for Brandon the bring his own mic? I don't I honestly remember don't he used remember. Change the mic out, like Fraser. Oh, I he mean, did like really? uh, Char- Charlie Fleischer. Why should you use the chant? Well, of course, yeah. he's got to play the harmonica. <laughs> yeah, you can't just go out there with the standard mic. But he mic. had this gorgeous mic, Brandon. And I was like, dude, that oh, outshines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's the English dude. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, I go, dude, that mic, out, and he's a nice guy. I, was I like, liked him that too. mic outshines yeah. the yeah. entire club. That's how nice the mic was. Like, you're making the building look bad. Well, they wanted to buy it at this time. <laughs> they were like, hey, we got money, we'll buy that mic. Yeah. But yeah. it, did he? How did he do? It, it wasn't. It wasn't good. Yeah. Okay, I, yeah, believe. I mean, sure. it, 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 it was. Them. It was li- like they could have put Seinfeld on stage uh, in his prime, and this crowd would have been like, "He only has a hundred and thirty million dollars. <laughs> what, what a piece of shit! <laughs> What's he doing in our neighborhood?" That's why Rick saved the day. Yeah, Thank I went up God. there. With where him. was this? Uh, trying to get a husband. County, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was. You, you know where the fairgrounds are, just north of La Jolla. Like, no, I mean like, I've heard these of were the fairgrounds. upper fairgrounds. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, this was 
as you're driving down to go to La Jolla, you get to an area in San Diego where there's, I think it's called the fairgrounds or it's a horse track or something. I've heard that name. I've heard. But yeah. even they then were you drive back like country club. Yeah. You drive out like 10, 15 minutes into the hills and then you just start seeing all these giant mansions yeah, and then yeah. this ridiculous country club. And you pull in the parking lot and everything's a Porsche or a, yeah. wow. a, a Mercedes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but we had we Rick saved the day. He got him. Yeah. Thank goodness. Somebody yeah, has to, somebody had to hit him. You would have ripped They'd him They'd never apart. been hit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they would not hit. last long in South Philly. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> no. Crazy no. no. Eleanor would have she would have gone on stage. <laughs> she she would have said, him. "You know what? I'll be right back. Come back with a sawed-off weapon <laughs> of right, some sort." All right. That's yeah. uh, nobody's been An old-fashioned <laughs> medieval mace <laughs> yeah, swinging a, around. You know that bat Andrew made that. I think I told that on here. Yeah. He made them because we used to go hiking all the time and he hates coyotes. So he made them. He put duct tape around the end of them really? so he can hit wow. coyotes if they come at us. I, they weren't meant for people, but I Eleanor switched it up. I use them on people. (laughs) But we did those shows with Dice. Yes, in Vegas. But we were in Vegas. I had a great time. So much fun. You killed. But one time I wasn't there, and he was like, oh, Frazier's there. I'll just use Frazier. And I was like, oh, that's great. We had a good time, man. Uh, You know, you have to keep your jokes moving, though, with that crowd. Yeah, yeah. They'll come get you. Right? Oh, yeah. They'll come right up there. That's where I learned (laughs) to be mean. I did all my jokes for seven minutes. Yeah. Did you learn what? Uh, that's where I learned to be mean to the crowd. Working was, with Dice? It was, the, you know. They don't it was let only you get f- away with it. It was five or six shows in a row where someone yelled, uh, you know, shut up, faggot. And I was like, jeez, yeah, these crowds are tough. And that was Dice. <laughs> yeah. Now, you know, hey, <laughs> all right, okay. He's done it. He's watched somebody, I, like, you know, I can't think of the guy's name. He made him go up, and it was an arena show. Ugh. And the guy was bombing. Oh, I can't think of his name, and he sweats a lot. He gave him a nickname. He he never sweats a lot. He didn't stay in the comedy world. I don't think he maybe became a writer or something. But he was bombing so hard, and Andrew was on the side, and he was the only one laughing. And he was like, (laughs) and then he was like, "All right, I'm gonna go." And Andrew's like, "No, stay! Don't be a pussy! Stay!" And the guy's just soaked, drenched. He has video of it. Fuck is that guy's name? But he. Like he's not a comic, so it wasn't well. Really it reminds me of the of our Rodney Dangerfield uh, used to bring Jim Carrey, who later became a, a, an amazing. You know, Jim Carrey's arc was that he was an amazing impressionist and would play here at the comedy store and destroy, right. destroy. Then he decided he wanted to go a different route because somebody had told him, well, uh, doing impressions is only going to take you so far. You'll be right, like, Rick. Little. Yeah, I, I was told the same thing. <laughs> and now I look back at the last 15 years and go, I should have stuck to impressions. <laughs> you were good at them. But, you know, so anyway, he, he went this other route where, you know, he was talking out of his butt and all the stupid yeah. oh. fun stuff that he did later, right? But it, it, the audiences in those days didn't get it at first. Later, it's what got him over. Of course. Yeah. But at first, they were like, what? So Rodney would take him out as his opening act and he would be bombing up there but rodney same thing rodney's in the wings just dying yeah. with laughter yeah he he got it and it, so he was just cracking up and so he loved, great. loved having him open for him you know so he could get some laughs yeah because it's like having your own entertainment before you go out right like right. That, that's yeah. what andrew would do he'd be like oh no like he was pissed when that guy quit became a writer he's like no you're my favorite oh, I like bomb that guy. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> because he was funny he just it wasn't going over with yeah. this yeah. crowd the crowd wasn't into it yeah yeah they were going to torture him that, how yeah. long have you been doing stand-up phrase because you've uh, been in this game quite probably, uh let's see uh well at least 30 i mean the stump yeah 30 mm-hmm. years 30 years but you started out as in radio I'm not good with math 30 years <laughs> same z's same z's yeah i started in radio and i was in detroit 
And uh, yeah, and Detroit's kind of like Philly. Uh, but you we know, beat you in homicides last year. Well, I okay. think we're number two. But you know, for eleven, <laughs> for silver medals, not bad. For every ten people living there, eleven are murdered. There you nice. go. Uh, I hope. So I, you know, so I'm there. Population and control. And I had the guys. I don't know if you remember the Fire Sign Theater. They're like a comedy group. In yeah, the '60s, right? Kind of a stoner comedy group. Nick and Danger. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Whoa. Exactly. Rick knows. They were okay. really good, and they had a bunch of albums out. So I had my radio show. They came on there. They go, hey, kid, you're pretty good. Uh, why don't you go to the West Coast? So I came out here and uh, just did my, and I got on K-Rock. Right away, somehow I got lucky and I was on K-Rock and then kind of blew up because I was the only guy really doing comedy and stuff on the radio. Yeah. So it started to take off. And then there was punk rock was coming in, right? And I was an old classic rock guy. But right. pl- punk rock started coming in. So K-Rock at that time was playing New Wave and punk rock. So all the eyeballs or earlobes were on right. K-Rock. And I just got lucky. So it was kind of a viral thing th- yeah. before viral. Yeah. So I got big at, at that, you know. So then... Uh, you were you were like shock jock, right? Yeah, I was kind of shock. <laughs> yeah. I was a wild kid. I was nutty and on, on drugs and stuff. <laughs> kind of like now. No, I, I was... Uh, anyway, so I, I was uh, out of my mind. And um, that somehow worked on the radio. So then this guy came to, came up to me and he goes, hey, uh, he was producing my show, this... Uh, uh, comic nick vic domlot do you remember oh yeah vic? i remember vic, vic yeah, was a really good comic yeah. he produced radio sh- he produced stuff right yeah and so he's i did his roast before he passed he was uh, an yeah. awesome guy so he says i have the perfect uh co-host for you and i go oh, okay so he brings in jamie masada right <sighs> oh, and jamie masada spoke about three words in, in english now buddy. he's up to five <laughs> uh, but at that time proud of you jamie buddy, buddy and most of it was buddy buddy yeah. buddy buddy and, and he was wearing a white suit and a hat and i go this guy's an idiot i go i'm not gonna, i'm not gonna work with this guy and uh and so uh he go, uh, you know Vic goes, no, trust me trust me he'll be great this guy with a gold so I, I brought him sometimes on, you gotta laugh at him not with him I br- it was what happened no, i brought him on my show and he went off the charts as a hit as buddy buddy he, he oh, right. was my sidekick buddy buddy and it was late 70s it was time of the whole you know hostage thing with uh, iran and oh yeah and so he had, and there's okay. this nefarious foreign voice on the show. Buddy Fraze, I must tell you, we tried to get it going, you know, and you're like, what? <laughs> I am stuck between a rock and a fireplace, I must tell you. And, you know, and, and it was just the fans loved it. Love Buddy Buddy. More than me. They loved because, him. Because yeah. he's so, his English is so horrendous. Like, when I showcase... like a cartoon. Exactly. Yeah. Like, people don't believe it. When I showcased for him, Dom Irera recommended me, right? Which yeah. is very nice. Yeah. And I was pretty new, but, you know, he explained to Jamie, look, she just started. And Jamie knew me from here for all the years. So I went and I showcased, and I Jamie was like, you were great, buddy. And I'm like, did you watch? Because, yeah. you know, I, you kind of know the way he threw it away. Because I was like, it wasn't that great of a set. Yeah. You? What, what do you mean by and, that? Uh, Are you placating goes, me? Yeah. So I go, uh, what do you what do you mean? I go, did you watch? And Dom goes, he didn't fucking watch. <laughs> and I go, what? Jamie, why would you say you you loved it if you didn't watch? And he goes, I thought you and Dom were trying to constipate your relationship. <laughs> and I go, Con- this relationship has been constipated since it started. What's well, wrong with you? And see, that's what he did all the time. Those kind of, what do they call them, malaprops. He yeah. do that <laughs> accidentally. And it was hilarious. Yeah. And I couldn't stop laughing. I couldn't stop laughing. Because he would say stuff about my boss. Like, my boss was kind of an annoying guy, and he was kind of overweight. Okay. His name was Howard Bloom. And Jamie called him Howard Balloon. Yes. Which really Howard Balloon. How is the Howard Balloon? But he had a weight issue. So it was just, to me, I couldn't stop laughing. 
And, you know, in the crowd. Like a child. The audience loved him. So one day he says to me, uh, I'm buying, phrase, I am buying a club. And I go, oh, uh, what? And he goes, yeah, I've got got a little club. And he had borrowed some money from a big producer. Mm -hmm. He's a good schmoozer. And he, oh, and he's he good bought, at that. He's really good. And so he bought... Because no one understands what he's saying. Yeah, so they go, well, just to get him to stop talking, <laughs> here's some money. Yeah. So he uh, he bought this little uh, corner store. It, was, it had been Green Blast. It was the old Green Blast, which right. is about a third of the size of what it is now. And it was just a little... We call it a Turkish prison. It was just a thin little... You know, okay. Probably held 50, 60 people. I've right. never done any stand up. So he goes, Fraze, come down to my club, you know, because he knew that if I mentioned it on the radio, I had gotten it was gonna help. big, it would <laughs> fill it up. So I would go down there. I didn't know how to do uh, You know, I just took a bunch of jokes out of a joke book. And, you know, I just, <laughs> you know, that's how I got into the one liner thing. Yeah. I just started doing jokes that most of them were out of a book or something. Right. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and they, I would just bomb every night. But I had fun going in Of course. Doing it. And uh, none of the big comics would go there. They would all, they, we'd see well, them driving up to the store because the store was hot like yeah. it is now. And it was all the guys who made it big, like Paul Rodriguez and Leno, and yeah. everybody would go up to the store to do their spots. And they, as they would drive by, they'd all wave to us like, "You idiots down here!" <laughs> so you know. And, and, but they were probably afraid because back then, well, she was mad at the improv. She wouldn't let you perform at the improv. Well, they may not have. Wanted, so she I don't liked think she Jamie, cared about though, Jamie. Yeah. She liked him because he worked for her. She did like he Jamie. She did first. like Jamie, yeah. and, and Jamie was—he uh, was a cool guy. You know, he was cool, and I and and so she liked him. And she gave him chairs and stuff for well, the yeah. club and yeah, tables. Some, some, there's some of those chairs are still only there. the broken ones, but she gave yeah, them. But to she him. Gave <laughs> to, uh, yeah, many lawsuits later. Uh, so <laughs> given the three leggers, we're down <laughs> there, and that was my introduction to stand up. I started doing stand up. Wow, that's amazing. Uh, that was in early, a Turkish prison, early eighties. Yeah, well, that's where I belong. <laughs> but I was really uh, not good, and uh, and neither were any of the all the Who other comics were like beginner comics, right? Yeah. <laughs> so we're we're down there. Who were the some audi- of the other comics? The audience were always mad. Uh, let's see. Uh, well, Mark Price was there. And, oh yeah, uh, I want to have Mark on. Is that Skippy? Yeah. yeah, Skippy was there. Uh, who else? Do I Mark's remember? a regular. Daily Pike. Too. Remember Daily Pike? Mm-mm. Daily Pike was uh, was on there, and he was oh, man. His jokes were uh, insane. He would do jokes about his dad was a furrier, so he'd go, you know, uh, Dad, are you a furrier? Der Führer. And I go, no, cut it out. <laughs> uh, you know, and, and then we had just I, who else? It's a different time. Well, yeah. yeah. What was the guy? Um, oh, I can't think of Falstaff. Remember Falstaff? Falstaff Mm-mm. was. Um, and anyway, we would we were it was just a little That's crew funny. of knuckleheads. Yeah, and then Paul Mooney started coming down oh. there to work on his stuff. Homie, it was critical. Oh, so uh, <laughs> and Paul Mooney was an awesome comic. Yeah, Where's yeah. that little awesome. brown man? Oh, yeah. homie, it's a small world. <laughs> so he would come down and, and kind of hold court, and he'd be up there for like three hours. Yeah, that's our money. We had like two minutes of material each. Yeah. <laughs> so and Paul would kind of make fun of us and go up there, and every once in a while he'd bring Richard Pryor with him mm-hmm. or Eddie Murphy. Yeah. And all of a sudden, there's us rummies, and then there's Eddie Murphy. Yeah. You know? Uh, so that's awesome. Because he was awesome. writing for them. He and would you know help who else them, came yeah. down? Dice. Dice, Dice, came, yeah. Dice was the only other big shot that would come down there. Mm-hmm. And I think Louis Anderson once in a while. And uh, and then, you know, so, but mostly it was that and and us doing, and I told the story the other night about Sammy Davis Jr. coming uh into the club one night we were doing the show and there was two people showed up a couple from the midwest and <laughs> sounds like the comedy store. they're in there like why did 2006 we come, comedy <laughs> store. We come here yeah. yeah if we had any audience it was usually people who thought they were in the comedy store 
so <laughs> these guys were looking at us like we were complete. Like, what? What are we doing here? Yeah. And uh, we're out front, and all of a sudden, it was the this uh, next door was Ah Fong's restaurant. Ah Fong's. Was oh yeah, that Chinese was the Chinese. Yeah, yeah. That was famous in Hollywood because it, the decor was really lame and mediocre, but the food was great. Yeah, for and Chinese, especially on the West really Coast. Really good Chinese yeah. uh, food on the West Coast, and. It was the limo era. So the limos would pull up all day long and all night long, and the stars' uh, drivers would jump out and go in and get the takeout. Mm-hmm. And so all of a sudden, a limo pulls up this night, and it's Sammy Davis Jr. And he goes, hey, man, I always <laughs> wanted to do this. And so he runs in and he gets up on stage, just like a 10-minute really dirty joke. And the, and the and the the couple is just going what? <laughs> so literally a couple. Yeah, and they were like, but that made their trip to of California. Course. Yeah. It was like so they got a picture with him. Probably still telling mm-hmm. that story. Probably, and he goes, <laughs> "Okay, babe, that's it. Good night." And he takes off in his limo. And uh, you know that's but but this little place that was what would happen every once in a while a good moment. That's I remember, so cool. I remember Tyson came in there one night when he had just won the heavyweight. He used to come here Fat Tuesday. He had just won the, the championship and he was twenty two. Mm-hmm. And he was with Eddie Murphy and Mooney. And uh, nobody recognized him. <sighs> he was 20 young, and he, nobody had knew that, you know, unless you were a boxing fan. Right. right. So he's standing out front of the Laugh, or, of laugh Factory. The, the and, and I go, Was it hey, at the same location still? Yeah, still that little thing. I go, hey, it's the champ. Yeah, it's me. And so then he was excited somebody recognized him. <laughs> so then all of a sudden everybody wanted a picture, and then he couldn't <gasps> get away. Oh, no. And every, Eddie Murphy was standing at the side like, come on, man. Let's get out of here. And, uh, and He was taking so it off. So then he's mad at me. Why'd you do that? Now everybody you know, wants a picture. And, you know, so, so I had pictures <laughs> with him and me and Jamie and him took pictures. It was great. Um, but those were the highlights. Usually it was like a low light. Yeah. And one, one night a car crashed into the side of the club. I re- I've heard that story. An old guy crashed into the side of the club. And, uh, and and it broke this side of the wall, and so uh, he was okay. He was an older guy, and, and he had gotten his foot stuck on the gas pedal or something. Yeah. I, I don't think he was hurt, but it smashed Jamie's club. Right. And uh, so Jamie didn't have enough money to fix it, so we put up police tape and and cellophane, you know, the, the pl- plastic, and and people could see right in there from the street. <laughs> He's got a clear tarp hanging yeah. up. <laughs> and you'd be doing the show, and there's people just standing there on the street looking. I at love you. that. And Is that uh, comedy. What are yeah, they what's doing? going on in there? So. Uh, we is this part of the Chinese take? And then he, you know, he didn't have food. So what he did was he would go next door to Greenblatt's and get those big uh, uh, turkey legs, the, oh, the drumsticks. Yeah. So people would be it's in like the crowd. like medieval times. Yeah, yeah, it was like medieval times. <laughs> They'd be drinking beer. Cause he didn't, Looking he, through the tarp. Beer and wine. <laughs> <laughs> Looking through the tarp and eating a giant drumstick. And, uh, wow. Dark, comedians only had... Dark Ages at the Laugh Factory. <laughs> yeah, I didn't yeah, know yeah, they had yeah. them. It was. So then um, he, uh, he... I don't know. I guess he... Oh, I, it was Fox. Fox decided they wanted to do Comic Strip Live, which they'd been doing at Igby's, which was a club on the west side. Okay. That was run by Jan Smith, who runs oh, Ice yeah, House yeah. now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sure. And that was quite a club. Seinfeld, everybody would go there. Yeah. Robin Williams. And, and um, but uh, they wanted something on Sunset Boulevard. So they couldn't make a deal with the comedy store because Mitzi was too, Mitzi was alive. too big. And yeah, she was going to make them. No, they don't, make, they don't make everyone successful. Forget it. Got it. it. Well, <laughs> Get so they had no here. choice but to go to Laugh right. Factory. And I, I remember my buddy was uh, head of development at, at Fox at the time. And he called me up. He goes, I'm about to make your friend a millionaire. And so Fox went in there. 
and they remodeled the whole thing. And I remember one night the the comics all got together and knocked the wall down. That he bought <laughs> he bought off Fong's. Yeah. And oh wow. Yeah, oh we, right. He bought the, he bought the Chinese, the Chinese restaurant. restaurant. Right. And uh, so we we brought sledgehammers in and knocked down the wall. And they and they uh, put up. Then we had a bigger club, and then Fox remodeled it, so now it's nice. And they started doing uh, comic strip live out of there. That's amazing. Yeah, and then uh, and that was a pretty popular show. Were you on it? Did they put you on it? No, but I was a warm up guy. I was a warm up guy. (laughs) Oh, okay. I got a story about that too that Rick will appreciate. Oh, please. I was the uh, you too because you you're a wrestling fan. Wait a minute, I'm a wrestler. wrestler. I was on TV. You're a wrestler. Do you know that every Friday night on Access TV it's uh. Wow, women of wrestling, and I do the announcing. Do you really? Yes, and I didn't. I, why did I? Say I keep forgetting that it's. <laughs> on, but I, I'm doing the commentary. I'm sorry. Whatever. Oh, you know man. what I mean? Well, it was. Um, <clears throat> we were. I was warming the crowd up, and for, for the show, for the taping, and um, I look in the back, and Sergeant Slaughter and and, <gasps> uh, and uh, our friend uh, uh, Roddy Piper walked. Oh, okay. In, and it was at the peak of when they were. Yeah. Hot. Hot, right? What and year is that? Like 80... 87, maybe? 86, 87. 86, 87. <laughs> they walk in, and, I, and I, I did the idiot thing of going, uh, look who just walked in, guys. Everybody looked around and immediately left their seats and ran to the back of the club to get an autograph. So there's nobody sitting there, and the director's uh, talking in the, my earphone. Hey, you... Fool! What did you do? You got to, you know, that's bullying. Trying to start the he show. You a fool? Well, yeah. he did. He's like, why did you do that? It was that? a different time. Okay. Millennials yeah. didn't exist well, yet to get offended. Medieval times, so everyone was a fool. <laughs> medieval times, you know, it was. You fool! Yeah. I shall have you killed. But I, uh, he did want to kill me. Uh, so I, it <laughs> everybody took, left. It took like an hour to get the You're crowd filming. back. Yeah, because they're all waiting for an autograph. Um, See Sergeant Slaughter. Oh, he was uh, awesome, legendary. man. He yeah, was on. He was on GI Joe at that point. So yes. His yeah. his fame was quickly rising. Yeah, those two were both hot. Right Harris Pete uh, took me to a, uh, a WWE show at, at Forum in Inglewood, and I got to meet him. It was very Slaughter. Yeah, yeah, Slaughter. I met him here with. What, when Piper started doing comedy here, well, he I brought Sergeant Slaughter. They were a million times. times. Yeah. 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 Were Killer. And Piper was great. <laughs> and right? Brett the Hitman Hart, he right. brought here too. Yeah, and they would. Ha- Piper hung out here. Yeah, mm-hmm. he did. He loved the comedy store. Mm-hmm. He, I, He's I had, on the wall. Uh, yeah, he, he was, was a regular. Stand-up. Yeah. I had some, some very bizarre text message exchange with Roddy Piper. One night I was That's all amazing. depressed sitting on the back steps, and he comes up and he's like, What's wrong with you? And I was like, Oh, just. I had a shitty day job at that point. I was like, just too much shit going on. He was like, so what, are you depressed? I was like, oh, yeah, I guess so. And he was like, yeah, I get depressed. Let me get your phone number. I was like, oh, okay. Wow. So I give Piper my phone number. I'm just like, that's cool. Rowdy Piper asked for my phone number. <laughs> and then he'd, he would like check in on me like once a month for like two years. Him. But how cool is that? Which was great. Yeah. And then he would tell me that like if he was feeling depressed, he'd send me a text just like, hey, I'm feeling pretty down, you know? I'm like, yeah, what's going on? He's like, want to fucking kill myself. I'm like, oh, whoa. Wow. So we'd go back and forth, and then he would just tell me these random stories. Where are you from? Like, Kansas City? Oh, man, I got raped in Kansas City. I'll tell you about it another time. Oh, my God. I'm like, what? No. Wow. no. <laughs> I'm like, no. Hey, please explain that more. <laughs> you start calling, yeah. the phone's yeah. ringing. What's going on? Pick up. But then are he you said, wearing the kill? Like, <laughs> I don't know a, what. That's an honor. Yeah. Have him, uh, and he sent me a text one night. I was like, hey, I'm coming down to the store with... Uh, some Bret Hart tonight. Oh. Are you are you going to be there? I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll be there. So I told my especially if you guys are coming. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> my now wife, who was my girlfriend at the time, I said, oh, I'm going down to the comedy store. Uh, Piper just sent me a text that he's bringing 
Bret Hart down there, and she's like the Hitman. And I'm like, oh. go, yeah, you know who Bret Hart is. I'm gonna she's marry like, this girl. This yeah. magic she goes, moment. yeah, I, I know who Bret Hart is. I'm coming with you. And it was like, oh. it was a work correct. It, it was a work cool. night. She's all just like checking. Oh, like, he was so hot. Yeah. I'm like, all right, enough. <laughs> but well, yeah, it was cool. We met him. That's cool. Your wife is cool. Do you remember though when uh, the Iron Sheik came down? Of oh, course, yeah. it's and, sitting in the OR heckling everyone and heckling Piper, and they got into a thing about. Hogan. Oh, Hogan yes. is gay, bro. Yeah, they were yelling at each other. They were uh, going back and forth. Uh, Piper's on stage, and uh, the Sheik was in the back. It's uh, amazing. Down. It's like your childhood. Speaking comes to of life, uh, like, the yeah. Iron Sheik, uh, one of my favorite you. Iron Sheik moments. His tweets are phenomenal. Was when, uh, and I want to ask you about this because I know you were hosting the Michael Richards. <laughs> Laugh Factory incident happened. Right. Where was the Sheik that night? So yeah, the, right? the, the next day, the Sheik just kept posting videos of him calling a Kramer, you come down here. You insult my Muslim brother, Muhammad Ali. I throw you in camel clutch and I end you, Kramer. I watched this Seinfeld. Jerry, very funny. Elaine, funny. George, Funny, but you, Kramer, you are not funny. <laughs> the Iron Sheik, oh, bro. I was like, that's the best rivalry ever. Oh, Sheik so wait, you were Mike hosting yeah. that yeah. night yeah. with yeah. the Michael Richards Yeah, he's on, the, he's on the clip. That <laughs> it's the best. Oh, that's how, that's the, right. how the viral video ends is Frazier going back up. Okay, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping in full Frazier character. Well, the thing <laughs> Doing Bruce Willis jokes. Was, You're like, was, yes. Yeah, I... Uh, yeah, that was a weird night, obviously. And I was with Suli McCullough. Was and I love Suli. I was hosting, and Suli had just gone on. If you don't know who Suli is, that's Crazy Legs from uh, Don't, don't be, a be a Menace to South Society South While Drinking Your Gin and Juice. In, yeah. in one of my favorites. Yeah. yeah. And uh, great guy. And he had just gone on, and we were upstairs watching the show on the monitor mm-hmm. at the Laugh Factory. All of a sudden, Kramer who I'd brought up Kramer. goes off. Well, you, you couldn't, first of all, you couldn't call him Kramer. Yeah, right. that's why it made him, him Kramer, mad. People would go, he would go insane yeah. Yeah. And, and run off stage and throw the mic down. I saw him do it here in the OR oh, yeah. in front he of like 12 pissed. people. Someone's like, we love you, Kramer. Yeah, that's a character. I'm not talking Kramer. Yeah. yeah. So he's on there and then we see that whole thing. It was surreal. It was like, what? Yeah. Did he just... He didn't. So did know. somebody yell out Kramer well, from the no, balcony? No, Is that, that was really, or was he just what it bombing? Really was was he, he wasn't? I don't think doing well. But it was also, I don't know that they were actually heckling him. It, they were. It was a big birthday party that shouldn't have been let in, but they tipped the door guy okay. a bunch of money to go in, and they were upstairs Early, just upstairs. really just talking noise. Yeah. It was just really loud. That's what I. Had they heard weren't even that. heckling. Yeah. They were just being really loud. And all of a sudden, I realized that our, our bouncer guy that was always up, the upstairs bouncer, had gone home early because he had the flu. The big black the guy. Big, I love no. I can't think of his name. Wait, well, this was, was actually the big white guy that, that um, uh, Brian. Do you remember Brian? Brian? Okay, yeah. The no, man that's mountain. That's not the one I was thinking. And yes. he was up there. Just one look at him, dude. you just shut up. You'd yeah. be like, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, so he usually, he would have been up there to calm it down, but he wasn't there. So they were just getting loud. And they were getting so loud that it, it drove him crazy. And that's what happened. So Sully and I look at each other like, did that just happen? Yeah, and we went running downstairs like little kids at Christmas to see what was going on. <laughs> and we're standing in the back. And I remember Sinbad walked in. 
And I, no. had seen, I hadn't seen Sinbad yes. forever. And he says, Phrase, is this what happens in comedy uh, these days in L.A.? And I go, no. I go, no. I don't know what this was. We don't, and, we don't usually have Michael Richards dropping N-bombs for yeah, five minutes. Well, they were dropping K-bombs, maybe. Yeah. Kramer. <laughs> Kramer. So... Uh, Somebody says to me, "Well, you're the host. You got to go back up there because everybody's leaving." Yeah, yeah, that's it. So you got to fix and, and it. People, you're the fixer. And I thought something was going to bust out because I thought chairs were going to start flying. Jeez, it was an angry mob. Yeah. So I'm like, oh man, I have to go up there. So I go, okay. So I start walking up, and Jim Gaffigan was the next comedian. So <laughs> Jesus, I, what a night! <laughs> the whitest guy ever. Yeah, and, and a, you know, and an amazing comedian. So he's sitting there, and it's I go, "It's just enraging the birthday party. <laughs> How white are the comics getting?" <laughs> I go, hey, Jim, you're, uh, I'm bringing you up. He goes, oh, no, you're not. <laughs> and so I go, oh, Hot okay. pockets. No, that's yeah. not happening. Hot yeah. pockets would not be good following this. What do you want me to say for you? Uh, I don't know that I'm not Michael Richards, I guess. <laughs> that I've just left. Uh, yeah. Which I think is what happened. The next comic's on his way home. Yeah. Give it up for Jim Gaffigan. So I go up there, and I uh, I don't know what to say. I go, uh, sorry about that, folks. Yeah. And, and then... I had to do 10 minutes. I did. I don't know what happened because there was like, you know, a third of a crowd left. Yeah. And then who saved the day, and I mentioned him earlier, Mike Marino. Oh, Mike okay. was the next comic. I brought him up and he goes, hey, folks. He goes, you know. He looks like an Italian Swedish man, in, so that's amazing. He goes, this happens in Jersey every day, you know. <laughs> okay, you good for me? him. You know, and he just, he totally calmed everybody down. Did an amazing job. That's awesome. Yeah, I don't. He never really got the credit for that, but Mike really saved the day. Well, yeah, they didn't include that, that in the clip. So yeah, they I do or the they clip. don't. They don't. No, the, the, the clip clip. ends after Frazier goes up there. The media just. Cuts I'm saying the that, that the story might have been focused on the wrong thing here. Well, you know what happened uh, then that next Sunday was that uh, I came and I did my show Monday night here at the store, mm -hmm. and somebody said to me, this is before video cameras were a big deal. Yeah. Somebody said, I, I was, we were talking about what had video happened. Video cameras or iPhones? Or uh, just Camera video phones. Camera, camera phones. phones. I mean, because yeah. that's, that's yeah. the problem. <laughs> well, there was... There, Catching it, everything. It was just starting to catch It was only the really nice phones had them still at that point. Yeah, exactly. I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. yeah. And not many people were using them. And... Um, mm -hmm. And it was one of those things that was just kind of a bad night where you thought, okay, that was a bad night. Uh, too bad that happened. Yeah. But somebody, uh, one of the comics here said, I bet somebody's got that on, on tape. I bet somebody yeah. taped that with their phone. Whoa. And I didn't think about it. I was like, really, you think? Oh, yeah, I do. So uh, that was a Friday night that it happened. Yep. Uh, and then the next. It was on Monday. It was Monday morning. I came down to the store and did a Saturday night show. That's what it was. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then Monday uh, my phone is ringing off the hook at like 4 a.m. Jeez. And I'm, who is calling me at 4 a.m.? It was everybody from back east who'd seen, <gasps> woke up, and it was already on the, the news, internet. Right? Yeah. And it was wow. all my friends from back east calling to say they saw me on the clip. Yeah. Right? And, uh, and Fred, I, you were great. Yeah, did yeah. you guys, did you see the beginning? <laughs> did, did, okay. You, well, and so everybody's asking me. So my this is my story. I had pitched a TV show <laughs> to this group. Uh, they had a network show on the air. Okay. Right? And uh, and I, I won't say what show it was, but they had so you can we have this claimer? Uh, <laughs> Ghost Whisperer and uh, no, there you so, go. So anyway, it was on the air a network show. I pitched a show to them, and they weren't returning my calls. The producers weren't getting back to me. Okay, you know, I'd call them a few times. They weren't getting back. So I'm driving around the, that day, that Monday, and uh, after receiving all those calls from back east, and I get a call, and it's um, so, and they go, it's their assistant. And she goes, they really want to talk to you. 
they they really want uh, they 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 want to say they've got to reach you today. And I thought, great, they finally read my thing. Yeah. They're all right. They're into it. They saw the treatment yeah. there. And meanwhile, everyone had been asking me, hey, how what happened? Hey, how did it go? Hey, what happened there? And I was getting so sick of answering it. Right. Of course. Yeah. So I think they're calling about my project, and as soon as I get them on the line, they go, hey, what happened down there at the lab factory? And I go, you know what? Fuck you! Rage! I'm so proud of you. That they would, you know, weren't going to call, call yeah. me unless they had to find out. They just wanted an inside scoop. Right. Inside scoop. And I never do that wow. kind of stuff. No, yeah. I'm proud that of you. Me that's off. what I'm saying. That's that's, yeah. that's friendly phrase you're getting to with boiling right. point. Well, I do have my boiling point. <laughs> you, you can push it. I mean, that's right out of the Rick Ingram burning bridges yeah. book. Right and it there. Did burn Fuck you. They never got back. But you know, well worth it. I felt good. for a minute. But uh, I, I he hate came, when people do that. I, uh, Michael Richards came to the comedy store to do sets. He's that, a regular. The night, <laughs> the night that it happened at the factory, he came down here. He came that same night. Same night, before did a spot. Or after. 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 Well, no, it, it, he, Friday night he might have come here before, right. but Saturday he came down here to do a set in the main room. Right. And I was sitting backstage in the main room with Freddie Lockhart smoking pot. Weird. And, uh-huh. and he came that back there and. Uh, he just he was all agitated and like weird and eventually freddie was like what's up man he goes oh some bad things happened <laughs> and like i legitimately remember just being like oh he must have bombed because i'd seen him bomb here before and he was like just uh some things happened at the factory and it wasn't good and i'm like uh Kramer bombed at the factory. That's oh well, funny. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I didn't think anything of it again. He didn't like delve into it at all. Obviously, Freddie, I guess he being didn't apologize to Freddie yeah, randomly. <laughs> so he went and did a set, didn't do well, and then uh, and then left. And then Freddie hit me up Monday morning. Was like, "Dude, oh. you see this video?" I'm like, "No, what is it?" He was like. Well, now we we have an answer to how bad things <laughs> bad went things for Michael Richards at the at the factory. Yeah, and I watched it. and I was like, "Holy oh, shit!" Wow. And then that is that still out there? You think, or did they take it down? It's I still. Know. I think it's still it was, out there. Yeah. If you if you Google it, That's you can a find shame. it. But and then that Friday, I stole Michael Richards' paycheck. From there the comedy go. store, because I figured well, he's not coming to pick this it. up, yeah. and that that's going to be the last paycheck he ever has Did for you comedy. Just admit yeah. to stealing yeah, a that's funny. Okay. Listen, statute of limitations has passed. Right statute of limitations has passed. I posted it on Facebook like three years ago and got a got a comment from comedy Jesus. store lawyer texted me. Hey, you need Rick. to take that down immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I'm friends with Peter, so he saw it, and the concern was not that I was posting someone's paycheck, but that. The comedy store's old bank numbers are on the oh, check. Oh, I see. And yeah, even though the account out. was done or whatever, I was just like, all right, whatever. I well, that was the one that used to bounce, so you yeah, take that down. it was. It was. <laughs> that, that's when you could get a that's $30 check bounce at, at the yeah. comedy store. Oh, my God. I used to have so many. I'd have like a $80 check too. bounce. And I'm yeah. like, what? Yeah. Um, well, How, it was quite a night. So when when did you showcase here? Like, did you work both? Did You, you were so well, excited about working at the... Turkish prison. You were no, like, let me to, go see what the hellhole down the streets like. Well, I was pretty big on the radio, so yeah, so huge. I could get into places that I didn't deserve to be in. You know, I wasn't a very good comic, and I couldn't. And but, but um, we nice. were. But they had a, a Westwood store. Yes, and Mitzi liked me. 
Mm-hmm. So, and she knew I was big time, you know, on the radio. So Dice um, gives you super props for making him famous, or well, at least helping him well, sell tickets you know, in Los Angeles did, and other I did, places. I did get a lot of those guys started because mm-hmm. they would all go to Westwood. Yeah, Westwood was on Westwood Boulevard, and Mitzi rarely went there. So right. it was the inmates running the asylum. Oh yeah, and you would go out there on any particular night. Robin Williams, Letterman, you know, Leno, Dice. Uh, you know, Kinnison. That's yeah. I met Kinnison. Kinnison was like a fry cook with Paulie, wasn't he? I think he was, but then he would go down there and do that. And he'd just gotten here from Houston. He had been a, a, a minister in Oh, Houston. him and Carl, yeah, yeah. And Carl was with them, and, and they were all, they would go to Westwood to try their stuff out before they came up mm-hmm. here, you know. So I got to know all the guys, and then I would bring them on my radio show, and, and uh, nobody knew them. Nobody knew who Dice was or, yeah. or Kinnison or any of these guys, Mm-mm. right? And I'd bring them on the show, and, uh, you know, then when they got big, it made me look good. Yeah, you know, of course. Because I would bring them down there. But I only could play up here once in a blue moon because, you know, I, everybody knew I could fill a room up. I just did a couple of mentions on the radio, but mm-hmm. I just wasn't much of a comic. But I um, was learning, you know, yeah. and I would come up and do it, and I'd be always intimidated to play here because the lineup, now the lineups are huge again here. Right. But back then, Jesus. unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, prior, the biggest headliners of, yeah, of ever, comedy ever, ever yeah. yeah. And there's Pryor, then, you know, and, and, and Robin Williams and, and Dice, and then here's Frazier, you know. Which time do you see, because they're both booms, comedy booms, which time yeah. do you see as more exciting? I guess... You well, would I'll pick you what, the other because you were more huge, in it. Hugely exciting because of how big those people all got. I mean, there was a lot yeah. of stars. They, that came they're out. household names. They all became huge. Yeah, and even guys like the guys, the second string guys, were like Shandling. Right? Yeah, you know? right. And I mean, can you imagine that's your second string, Gary right. Shandling? I mean, yeah. you know, and and so uh, so and then Jim Carrey was there, and and Roseanne, and I mean, everyone was yeah. so many stars. Sandra Bernhardt, huge stars. Sandra Bernhardt, who I always thought was awesome. Mooney, Kill- Mooney. you know, just it was a, a killer, killer block wow. of stars, and all great. So I think for that you had that, uh, and and it was always full. The place was always full. Mm-hmm. You had that going on, uh, but I think I have more fun now because I like the vibe of the comics now, and there's just about as much talent now. Oh, I agree. Just about. I agree. It's just there's different. so many talented, and Rick's one of them, and you're one of them. Oh, well, and, thank and you. And you guys are very talented, and there's so many people that uh, are here now that are great. Mm-hmm. You know, and and a lot of them were nurtured right here at the store. Of course. But you look at the lineups you have on the weekend here now. Mm-hmm. It's just loaded with stars. Yeah. You know, and and uh, it, but it's different. It's like like back then they were TV film stars. Yeah. Like they were doing yeah. big movies, do TV shows, whatever. Now it's like podcasts. Isn't that weird? Well, like, that is weird. And I mean, we have, some, we have TV be... film in there, no, too. It was, but the, it, it was, It's funny you say that. The podcast is just as big, and that's crazy. Like, Joe Rogan is... It's all podcasts. Well, it Even is, though he did TV before. He did TV before, and he's got UFC. That's how he built UFC up his, is another TV his podcast. Yeah. A lot right. of them are UFC well, fans. Sure, but, but, but his show is now like The Tonight Show. Yes. The yeah. Rogan Show yes. is The Tonight Show of today. Isn't that yeah. amazing? That's how you break a star. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to Tony Henchcliffe the other night, and Tony was saying, Phrase, it's all, you know, because I, I was- Another compl- one with the podcast. I was the podcast. complimenting yeah. him about Kill Tony. Yeah. And, and he goes- 
And I go, you want to get that on uh, network television? I go, that's a that's a show for Comedy Central. He goes, I don't need them. He goes, I, yeah, he does. I'm on fine. the internet and I'm blowing up. And you know, <laughs> it helps him sell tickets on the road. Absolutely, He's got it's a sponsors. completely it's different thing that you can break. From the dynamic is yeah, yeah changed a yeah. lot. The other thing, I'm bad at all of it. So. Well, me too. The thing that you, uh, <laughs> me too. No, uh, the, the other <laughs> thing, hashtag it. <laughs> today, Andrew wrote. That's a me. T- <laughs> today, Andrew wrote online. That's a me too moment. But he put TWL. I almost threw my phone. That's out the even window. better. I'm so happy. <laughs> oh, my favorite is when Dice goes now. Ladies, I'm on your side. <laughs> Me too. Uh, but, you know, so I, I was... Uh, He's such an idiot. Oh, man, I love it. Uh, but, you know, back then, you know, the thing that was different was agents and managers would Sword. show up. A third of the crowd was agents back mm-hmm. then. Because mm-hmm. comics were just starting to get used on television and uh, in starring roles. And, you know, you had Robin Williams, you had Roseanne, you had everybody breaking, uh, and Tim Allen, and, you know, uh, the comics were becoming the stars of TV. Yeah, breaking in giant ways, Huge, though. Like, right? not just... Yeah. Yeah. So then, uh, you, you know, you'd go on stage, and all those industry people would be in the crowd, which I always sort of thought dampened the, the, the response in the room. Yeah. Sure. a lot of times, they're not big laughers, you know? They're there watching to see who they might, you know... Yeah, how can and, I make money off this yeah, instead yeah. of, like, that's hilarious. Yeah. And, and, but, you know, it was a way to get discovered. And so you would get, you had a chance to get discovered. Yeah. And that gave Mitzi just tons of power. Yeah. Because she, she was w- also casting. For she was the grand madam. And, yeah. And, yeah. And she had a deal with the networks. And mm-hmm. uh, if she gave you, uh, if she said, hey, check so-and-so out, like she did with Roseanne. Yeah. Roseanne came into town. She flipped over. She, she brought all the network in. All the networks in, mm-hmm. they saw a Roseanne, and there was a bidding war. Yeah. And see, that was how it worked in the old days. Now you don't have that because agents really don't go out as much because of YouTube and yeah. stuff. They can watch people's clips in their office. Yeah. So a lot of times you don't get them out at a show. I think that's boring. I think that because I've noticed some of these young, younger agents and managers hang out here yeah. that are like the assistants. Yeah. And they're building a relationship with the comics. Well, that's smart. And then they're getting moved up. They're not talking they're to me, Fresh. Young, well, they should be. But they're watching. <laughs> and that's the not true. I young was there, talent. I was there yeah. at the front one time, and, and uh, somebody from CAA came in to see Rick. <laughs> but, uh, you know. I've already done this story. You've, seen, <laughs> oh, okay. you've heard this? I, 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 I'd, like to, I'd like to hear Fraser's yeah, version. Well, I didn't hear it. I didn't see what happened. All I knew was the guy said, uh, Is Rick Ingram playing tonight? That's all I heard. In the yeah. I'm, for, I'm with CAA. That's all I heard. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Tommy, <laughs> shut it down. Shut it down. Tommy did? Yeah. Well, you better what? sign him quick because he's about ready to kill himself. <laughs> oh, come on. You know, that, you did I did that really? I had the CAA agent. Oh, yeah. Hey, good set. Um, can I ask you a question? Are you all right? Like, oh, what? Man. <laughs> yeah, I like that. You just don't talking want to, to that. lead with that. Yeah. When yeah I was you know. talking to the, the guy who looks like Tom Petty. And <laughs> oh, no. He implied that you were kind of suicidal. I was oh, like, man. oh, cool. That's Thanks awesome. Oh, yeah. cool. That's oh, such a great man. response. Oh, oh cool. cool. Thanks, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's so yeah, that's awesome. the talent coordinator. So. Well, you, I'll tell you what. <sighs> should have been discovered and still will be. Fraze, I agree. Fraze I got me. Still will I'm be. a big fan. Fraze got me the only kind of manager. He didn't end up managing for long. But no, he didn't. He, uh, Better than the Jay he, Davis guy? Yeah. Well, this guy... Uh, this guy at least booked me on the gig with Fraze down at the country club. Okay. Yeah. So he got me paid at least once, but okay. uh, they were trying to, Laugh Factory is trying to set up management kind of thing. And so I went, I met with Fraser and this guy and uh, 
and he was talking to me just about, you know, we want to try and get you spots and, you know, we'll try and get you uh, auditions, stuff like that. And Jamie walked in while we were having the meeting and he like just kind of kept giving me that evil Jamie look like, you know, what, why are we talking to this guy? And then he turned to the other, the other, the manager guy and he's like, Hey, if you like uh, white trash guys, uh, and then drop some comic who we felt was white trash. Oh, and I was just sitting there like, this motherfucker just called me white trash. Yes. Wow. But I had a big mustache at the time, so I probably should have. Well, you know, I, you're very talented, both of you. And you know what? Your time will come. And I think, I believe that. I believe your time comes if you Fred, hang in there. you're so good at positivity. You hang in there. Yeah. You know? No, it's true. And I mean, look at you. you, you you've, you're still doing a radio. You're still killing it on, uh, K, is it KLOS? KLOS, yeah. Yeah. And I've done the show. I remember when you first started it. That was our favorite. It was well, like 5 o'clock on, on a Sunday or a Thursday. <laughs> yeah. And me and Danish and O'Neill and sometimes Ryan Azizi and Simone would drive yeah, to go I do the show. It, it was so much it, fun. Yeah. You yeah. did it too? I yeah. did it right after Robin Williams died. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's right. To tell him how you killed him. Tell him about oh. how, I got him, how I got wasted with him. Yo, I love that I got him story. off the wagon. Yeah, I love that story, man. I, that's where wow. I met uh, I met Yakov Shmirnov <laughs> sitting in the waiting room. I don't yeah, see why and, not. And he was talking about Moscow on the Hudson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Remember that. Now, can you help us get Sinbad on this show? Because that's Rick's favorite comic. I don't I know what Sinbad you're giggling too. about, but I love that's him, Rick's. I, and I do know him, but I haven't seen him in a while. Well, I'm yeah. going to have to find Sinbad. I, you know, he's Sinbad a road if guy. You're he's out, there. out there on the road. He is. He's still hustling, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's Very what I love comic. about him. Oh, he's great. Um, and, and you're still working every single night. Like, I'm obsessed with you. I think you're well, amazing. Well, I, I think we all kind of do that. You know, I mean... What we, uh, you know, what we find is that keeping sharp is important. I yeah. think that's the key. And if you sit at home too many nights, you start get. It's like anything, you know. I, I tell everyone, stage time. If you play time, golf once time. a yeah. month, you're going to be a shitty golfer. Yeah. You have to get out and do it, and that's what gets us out. And it doesn't really matter what age you are. At yeah. my age, a lot of times you're like, oh, I don't want to go. But you have to. Yeah. So you force yourself out the door. And then you always have fun. And the one thing that I always think is great about this place now, the old days, it was the same way in that in that they were all buddies. They all hung out together and, yeah. and did stuff together. Yeah. And they would all go to uh, Ben Frank's restaurant afterwards yeah. or, or, or Cantor's, Canters, you know, somewhere like ben that. Ben Frank's, yeah. But we, um, <clears throat> you know, we all hang out together, too. And it's really fun when you get out here. Yeah. You know, you get out here, and and even if you're feeling down, you get here, and all the gangs here, you know almost everybody. It's like, you know, uh, uh, almost like a a family. Yeah. yeah, Mm. It's like like I was telling somebody that the comedy store has always been, and Steve Simone used to say it the most, I think, uh, is the land of misfit toys. It's like when you don't fit in anywhere, the comics, when we even, and I think Seinfeld said in an interview too, if you see a comic like on the road, you're like, oh, somebody I. I can talk to her. I can be myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're like, oh, God, hi. How yeah, talking know? to ordinary like people is terrifying. It really is. And, it, you know, the other thing is that uh, uh, the misconception is that we don't get along. That we're all backbiting. Oh, yeah, that we're all and we mad at each, each other, other and, and, and yeah. competitive. No. I, I feel like... We bust balls and we, we talk shit. Balls, sure, sure, sure. It's still friendly. Sure, and, and, and but we still get along. And, and we're... Uh, we know everybody. People we know what help. Everybody does. You know? People help each other more yeah. now. I think. Like I've gotten. It's a good vibe now. Yeah, I've gotten call. I don't know. But again, I can't speak for back in the day. But I've gotten calls where they're like, "Hey, I can't do this gig. Can you?" Yeah. Yep. And then I've done that to people. Yep. Can you? You know. So well, it's I like, think we all kind of get along on that level. And, yeah. And uh, we we appreciate each other's talent, and I think we get along pretty good. 
I yeah. really do. I it's love a, a, the vibe at the store now. Oh my yeah. god, yeah. <laughs> On a Monday, if I'm having a down day, I if, come in here, I feel great when I leave. Which it wasn't before. You used yeah. to leave like, oh, uh, what, what am I that? doing? Yeah. yeah. What am uh, I doing? Wow. 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 That was our Tommy days. Well, Tommy. That's what uh, we call them. The Tommy days were lifted. Right? Yeah. Well, you know, a lot of people had a, uh, an issue with Tommy, and I don't, and I. We, he was good I to us. I don't blame him. I don't blame him because I see what he did to a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. But he was always great to me. And I guess that's how you look at it. I, would, I didn't like it when he would do that to others. Sure. And I didn't like what I would hear him saying to other people sometimes. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, what? Yeah. Come on, are you kidding You're me? Like telling uh, the CAA agent that Rick well, was that suicidal. <laughs> and there's many stories like that. <laughs> yeah. Where he tried but most to, of them are racist. That <laughs> one's just. A lot of racist stories. A lot of just. And, 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 and thinking that he was somehow channeling Mitzi. Yeah. You know. Oh, that was my. Even though she was right there. Like he was. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, before we leave, I'm going to read his latest Facebook rant. I, I know Fraser's got to go, so yeah. You, go yeah. Minute, but, uh, but well, we'll just yeah, let you go, my, and then we'll f- we'll yeah. close it out about, ourselves. About that was that you know you always kind of like the person, even if there's all those issues, if they're cool to you. Yeah. For whatever exactly. reason, it was always cool to me. It's a lot how a lot of the industry is. Yeah. Like yeah. when people are like, so and so's a dick. I'm like, I've always been cool with me. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. And, and Tommy was always that way with me. He yeah. would always give me spots mm-hmm. and always try to be cool. Uh, but I do like the way the, uh, that things are running now. They're sure. really running well, and the vibe is really good now. Well, it's like a real uh, place. Like it's, a, like a it's a little corporate. Club. It's yeah. a little different yeah. for like Rick and I because we were here in such a dark time, and the inmates were running yeah, the asylum, you, yeah, much you, like we got Westwood. Away with a lot yeah, yeah, we exactly. would walk around a lot. So yeah. it's it's like that weird uh, messed my, up time is gone. Yeah. Can but I say we one still more love thing it. No, I, I want you yeah. to say a million uh, things. I ran into Paulie the other day, Paulie Shore. I'm sorry. And I love. I know I love him. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I love, love but Pauly. we go way, way back. And, sure. And I and I love the kid. And um, uh, but I saw him, and and I and he goes, "Well, how's Monday nights?" And I go, "You know what? We're packed out the door." Yeah. And he goes, it's true. "Oh, that's too bad." And I go, "This is the the owner yeah. basically so, saying that's yeah. too bad." And I go, "What do you mean?" And he goes, well, he goes, Monday nights were always a great time to try your new stuff. He goes, now that it it's is packed, more pressure. you can't try your new stuff, really. You've got to do a good set. You feel the pressure to do a good set. And I see his point. <laughs> yeah. Well, absolutely. But I'll tell you what, I'd still rather have the full house. Yeah, I'd rather, I agree. I'd rather try out new stuff in front of a crowd yeah. than yeah. try it in front of seven people and be like, well, who like, knows if that was good or not. Know. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. you said, working in front of two people at the Laugh Factory, yeah. we did it where it was like one guy. I yeah. think uh, Caprillo used to have a bit about, that's not a, this isn't that's not a, a set, that's, that's a conversation. A conversation. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, and it, it's true. It's like, yeah. you know, and sometimes I would go on and there's like two people one person you know or just yeah. comics not yeah. even audience anymore well, no, so we, yeah we that happened and you would and, especially and, hosting was awful and what rick would say because you're you're there all night uh-huh. and what rick was, was saying was true though especially because you'd be like well i can't get a read on that joke exactly yeah. it's monday you want to ultimately what you want to do is try your new stuff monday and by the time it's the end of the week you got it kind of worked out yeah yep. you know and and honed down yeah i've and, only been trying to come in on mondays if i have new stuff yeah like not just to work out anymore yeah because but then now having a big crowd there kind of forces you to stick with your a stuff exactly and you know i think a lot of people look at me like well he's doing the same thing every week well you feel but you're the host feel compelled to though because it's like well but you're the host. Full house yeah yeah you yeah. gotta I can't try that new stuff so you gotta I, keep I see it what moving was saying yeah. yeah and i see what he's getting at but at the same token i'm, I'm glad there's a, a, a crowd yeah yeah and that's nice too for you know that 
the door the guys, guys and yeah. The, yeah. the people yeah. who don't get a lot of spots they the get, other nights. So playing in front of a, a full house. All right. Can I tell one more story? And I got to please. Run? Yeah. Uh, Fraser, you tell as many stories as you'd like. Dice was here. <laughs> And he was in the, ha- the hallway. Oh, I thought you were talking about my... All right. Anyway, <laughs> Dice was standing in the hallway. And I said, hey, Dice, I go, uh, what was it like when you opened for Guns N' Roses at the Rose Bowl? Oh, yeah. 99,000 people. 99,000. You're playing probably the biggest crowd that any stand-up comics ever played. I saw the tape. Yeah. And he says to me, that was easy. And then he points into the OR and there were like seven people in there. He goes, that's hard. Yeah. And he's right, right? He is yeah. right. He yeah. is right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I, one of my favorite times watching Dice was in the OR for like maybe six. and Six people, Six yeah. people. And he, he, he does his first joke and it, it's just it's six people and two of them are girls, so they're not going to like it anyway. This is gross. And he goes, no, that was a great joke. <laughs> you guys enjoyed it a, a little bit. And then he yeah. goes, so for the next joke, I'm going to tell you how to respond. Oh. And then he went through and he did like five minutes of jokes. And then he would tell them what was great about it, why they needed to like it more. And then he would be like, and then if you guys were, yeah, if you guys were a real crowd, after I told that joke, I would have gone bop. <laughs> and just the bop would have gotten another wave of laughter. And I just sat in the back like, this is a fucking master class with the dice, man. He's a genius. Yeah. Well, the first time I ever saw him was at Westwood. Yeah. And he looked like Fonzie. He was yeah. thin. He had the black leather jacket on. He'll kill you for that, he but he like wanted a, to be Travolta. But yeah. He looked like a million dollars. Yeah. yeah. And I'm in the back and uh, Jackson Purdue. Jack Purdue, love Jack. Watch this next guy. You're going to like him. And he came out, and he didn't say anything for five minutes. He just lit his cigarette (laughs) behind his back. Actual human. Test, test. Yeah. He wouldn't. He didn't do any (laughs) jokes. I was dying in the back. It's so ridiculous. And, and, And he looked like a star. Right away, yeah. you go. That's a star. That's what that's what Mitzi said. She goes when he came and he was walking up the like the the parking lot, you know, where you pull in. Yeah. He was just walking on that path, and she was like, "Oh God, he's a star." Yeah, he looked like a star. <laughs> Great looking dude. It was, uh, it was uh, and 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 had that cool old school, you know, yeah, uh, yeah, Travolta look. That East Coast yeah. Italian oh, dude yeah, look. That, yeah, that uh, I mean the swag. All swagger. Yeah. Yep. There he is. Guys, I love Crazy you. Matt. Thank you, Frazier. Go kill it at the Laugh Factory. Thank I'll you, see you down there You're in a couple down, minutes. Right? You're on the show, yeah, right? Yeah, I'll text you. Ricky, great Always to see a pleasure, Frazier. Yeah. Man, you guys are both awesome. Thanks so much. Thanks for being on, brother. Josh, good to see you, kiddo. Look yeah, at him. Bye, guys. That's how bye, he leaves, Frazier. man. He He's the best. He says bye to everybody. Yeah. He's amazing. Super nice. Love you. I'm going to walk out like dice. It's got that dice swagger, that big dick swagger. Bye. Wait, so what is this Tommy thing? I'm excited uh, about this. So th- this guy, he's, I, I think he's a comic, but he's definitely, uh, you know, he's just, he's a fan of the comedy store. And uh, he sent me a Facebook message a while back just telling <laughs> me that he. He's not part of the catfishing crew, is he? No. Okay. He, uh, he started, he friend requested Tommy on Facebook because okay. he heard us talking about on this podcast about how he's. uh oh. He has a Facebook page, so he uh, he posted a link to a, an episode of uh, Brody Stevens Festival of Friendship, <laughs> and he didn't tag Brody in it. He just posted this link like this is a funny podcast, and Tommy responded 
to the post as if he were talking to Brody, even though okay. this is uh, this dude, Danny, posting it. <laughs> so Tommy responds. I'm so excited. Well, good show, Brody. Very positive. Keep in mind that listeners, just like reality show viewers, gravitate towards conflict. So consider getting into some controversial subject matter. The comedy store does not thrive from happiness. It's an honest, slightly wicked, and controversial seventh portal to hell. (laughs) And in that open channel, all of the humor can flow and be created, not just the safe stuff. Gary Shandling told me that Mitzi called me a godsend and quite simply stated, Tommy fucking gets it. She also told me that my time was a chapter and for all I did, others would take credit. So who has Adam found? Hmm. Oh, big stars who came anyway. The same ones I invited. Let's see, who did I find? Only Whitney Cummings, Chris D'Elia, Gerard Carmichael, Eliza Schlesinger, Andrew Santino, Candace Thompson, Jamar Neighbors, Brent Morin, and many others before they were passed at the factory of the improv. I made, her ske- I made her schedule Bill Burr and Leslie Jones, and I told her they were great, and she listened to me. The comedy store got busy again because of social media. It was sold out every night before I got murdered. <laughs> and for all I did and I gave who remembers me, just big stars who write me because they get it. That's why they're stars. Oh, my. <laughs> and this dude, goodness, Danny, he just responded to the That's comment cool. and all he wrote was, wow. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't. That's what he wrote. Danny, you're my hero. Yeah. I love it. I was dying. I read oh, it. I was so happy. I was my God. I was out shopping and I stopped to read a thing. I'm just like, oh, this is so fucking brilliant. And I had been uh text arguing with uh Adam, the talent coordinator now. about other I things going on. Yeah, and yeah. so I said, Oh, on a happier subject, this is the most recent post where your name is brought up. Uh, from the one and only Tommy Morris. And it, it's, Tommy's just like, God, it's unbelievable. I go, so spectacular. <laughs> just so excited. I mean, that is... I discovered Richard Pryor! <laughs> George Carlin would be nothing without me! So delusional. What? Why he's still rambling about the comedy Who store? murdered him? He murdered himself. <laughs> he was murdered here. He actually killed himself. Explain to me what the crime is if I'm just stealing <laughs> thousands of dollars. So brilliant and Doesn't delusional. Doesn't make sense. Oh, it made my whole Holy day reading shit. it. So, Danny, thank you for bringing that thank to my you, attention. Thank you, Danny. That made my day. Yeah. Oh, my God. I think we have to close on yeah, that. Yeah, he can't. I mean, you can't follow. How do we follow that? <laughs> no one can. Just well, like the, just like the club, I made the comedy store podcast what it is. That's, well, he actually he does contribute a yeah. lot to this. I mean, if not for him to make fun of, yeah, <clears throat> he he's brought up so often. And people are like, and the general consensus, you know, he was all right to me, but what a fucking lunatic. Well, everyone saw it. Yeah. It wasn't like they were. It wasn't like they were like, oh, you know, I didn't see it. You yeah. know, he did. He never I came off. I didn't even hear me. about that. Yeah. yeah. I never saw him like out to lynch the way you're saying. <laughs> um. Yeah. Every day. Every day. He was. Jamar Carmichael. We had a big. 
begged to get him in. Do you have any idea that Bill Burr walked up and said to Tommy, dude, why are you not putting this kid on? Yeah. Bill Burr. This is months oh, you, after Bill Burr. All of you us. mean the other person that Tommy <laughs> discovered and gave stage time yeah. to for the first time I ever? I will say, uh, Minty didn't like when she first saw Bill. She she was not impressed. Yeah. Whatever it was, I don't know. And then she saw him randomly in the main room, and she was like, "This guy is great." And we're like, "Bitch, yeah. we've been telling you." But I don't remember if Tommy was here. I I, yeah. I, I, I mean, I would say Corey. Yeah. Was the talent coordinator, but not Tommy. Yeah. I mean, so uh, he might have been in the building. But then Leslie Jones, he did push for. Yeah, I remember. Because Mitzi was, Mitzi's very aesthetically yeah. fucked up. She didn't fit, <laughs> she didn't fit the, I want the the cute little girl comedian image. Yeah. yeah. Like Tamayo Otsuki. Oh, yeah. hello, hello. <laughs> the sweet demure. Sure. Yeah. I mean, she liked the butch. She, Lois Bromfield was one of the best, and she's right. glitchy. She's so pretty, but it, it was something about scary. Yeah, she was to aggressive her about because Le- yeah. Leslie was big. She's yeah. tall, and 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 she very is in your very much so is in your face. But yeah. Tommy definitely pushed for Leslie. I'll oh, give him that. Yeah, he, I'll give him that. One. He gave stage time to plenty of those people that he mentioned. But Bill but... Burr and and Gerard Carmichael, yeah. hell no. Yeah. I will fight you to the death. Jamar Neighbors, hell no. I will yeah. fight you to the death. Uh, I, was, I was dying. I begged for those guys to get in. Yeah, well. Well, a little dark. Let me tell All you right, something. Tommy. Let me tell you something. The comedy star is doing well now because of what I did. <laughs> Eight years ago is why it's good now. But what about like David Spade and all those guys? We don't at? need those guys. And I love that it's like, who did Adam Tom bring Segura. in? Just famous comedians. <laughs> the same ones I invited? And you're like, uh, yeah, the same ones who wouldn't come because you were here. <laughs> those guys? Yeah, yeah, those are the ones he invited. And they were like, oh, it's not a toxic environment now? Cool, I'm in. Tom Segura, who showcased a million times? No, no we don't one? need him. Oh, okay. We have a white guy. His name is Caparello. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Um, all right, man. You heard it here. Tommy built this place. Yep. He built the this house city. that Tommy built. That's what we should change it to. The, the art form that Tommy built. Because it's not just about this club. It's about all comedy. Uh, and it's an artist colony. Yeah. It is a colony. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> His delusions always amaze me. The amount of times he's telling me, "Well, so and so's flying me into New York. They wanna, they wanna hire oh, yeah. me to be their talent coordinator there." And be like, Who was that? The seller? No. Someone. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think Caroline's. Maybe? Caroline's maybe. Yeah, something. Uh, it's just one of those stories. Like, oh, okay. And then it was the same one. Well, you know, NBC flew out all their top executives to Florida because they really wanted me to come write for all their shows. Okay. Like, all right. of the shows? Every show? They're going to have one guy write all the shows? <laughs> NBC, they didn't fly you here. They flew to you. Got it. In Jacksonville. Well, uh, I mean, when you're going to vacation. Guys, listen, uh, I need to send our 17 best guys to Jacksonville tomorrow. <laughs> I'm going We're meeting to with Jacksonville. The guy. <laughs> we'll change the song. <laughs> people are people are amazing in the way they see themselves. God That's all I'll say. I wish I had an ounce of the delusia. Or yeah. is, that, is that a word? I don't know. Yeah, but we'll count it. I'm taking it. The, the, um, the delusions of grandeur that people have are amazing. Yeah. Like, I know I'm not shit. And I, I think I'm a talented comedian. I'm good, but I don't sit around going, I'm the fucking best comedian in the world. Yeah. And everyone knows it. 
I mean, Dice did that. And he says that that got him where he, like, he would tell himself that. Like, yeah. he would tell other people that, like, I'm going to be the biggest thing yeah. ever. And it was almost like, uh, what is that called? The the secret? Where yeah. you just, you know, you got to put it in the universe and eventually it'll happen. Like, he would film something when he filmed Bugsy for Mitzi, those little shorts she used to do. He had a dice shirt under his. Yeah. Smart. <laughs> but like, that he ironed on himself. Branded himself, yeah. But, uh, I mean, he was branding before branding was a thing. Smart. But, but, yeah, I don't consider myself the best comic by any means. Vision board, Eleanor. My vision board, it's it's blank, yeah. so I'm worried. And, don't worry uh, about that. It's just a big black hole. <laughs> Maybe that's the store. Maybe that's where I'm at. Maybe that's what I put. Yep. There we go. I I don't even have a vision board. It's not. I have envisioned it yet. You know. I I don't know. I see things, but then they go away so quickly. Yeah. <laughs> it must be nice to see him for a second. I see. I haven't him, gotten there yet. But the rage, the anger, comes in and it rips it out. Yeah. Like today was a bad day. I was trying really Listen, hard. I get it. You know. I have never had uh, a tranny on the, this podcast, but when they started claiming. I'm going to. We'll have a tranny. We'll do it. We'll find one. I, oh, oh. Here's the thing. Like when somebody, uh, look, when you, I get it. They're having podcasts in here. and But when they put, this is the official Comedy Store podcast, mm-hmm. that's a problem. Yeah. So I, I don't know who worded it. I don't know how they worded yeah, again, no, it. They no, put it out. No offense to any of those No one people. claimed that except for the Filipino transgender person. So those people didn't actually say we are the official comedy Oh, they store. didn't say. They I didn't just say. saw yeah. a thing that said the official. Yeah, no, I, I looked into it. it. No one, the host didn't tell her, her that. to write it? Okay. That so was she, her interpretation because so she was here. So there's no real reason to get mad. You're right. It was just one of those things where you're like someone is foreign and they don't understand. Well, that's what the, the one of the girl on the show, yeah. the the side. I'm sorry, I forgot her name, but it'll Jim and something. Sarah, 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 I think it's Sarah. Yeah. And she she was very nice in her email in the beginning, and then went into. Uh, you know what you guys did was bullying, and I'm like, which whoa, it was. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> what I did was bullying with but, but, but intent to bully. But am I saying it's a liar? No, that's crazy. No, and all I'm saying is the things I was saying and I didn't write were way meaner. Yeah, and it was also bullying. I don't. There's. I have no shame in the bullying. That I love it. I was I, intending. I will bully, but my thing is, is I didn't. All I wrote was. Uh, Hey, comedy store, what is this? Yeah. It seems confusing. You were getting, Fix it. You were getting I didn't go after yeah. the host. You the were getting dragged into my bowling. So but, but I didn't go after anybody. I know, but they associated you with my bowling. That's crazy. Yeah, but you didn't even bully. I you own just it. said you're a liar. Yeah. And then you put the actual Yeah, I just put a link yeah. to our, where they can find the official comedy store podcast. Bizarro world. Yeah. People are out of their minds. I'm done with it. Yeah. So uh, I will talk to 
the powers that be and figure it out because they can't word it like that. Sorry. Yeah. No offense to your podcast. Listen, we're talking about a person who's confused about their own sexual identity. I don't think we need to be worried about their confusion well, over amen. whether or not I've something is a podcast. About my sexual identity for a long time. Like mm-hmm. you know when people say I identify as mm-hmm. I've been dress shopping for three days. And let me tell you something. I for sure identify as a man. Good. I apologize. Good. So I bought a pantsuit and tucked it in and I'll figure it out. See, that's okay? beautiful. Because I can't wear dresses. I'm a beautiful lady. (laughs) There's nothing, you know. You would look great in a dress. People say, hey, you don't dress like a lady. Maybe that's not how I identify. (laughs) I'm a beautiful lady who dresses like a 17-year-old boy in 1996. There you go. That's how I I identify. That's hot. Thank you. I like it. (laughs) All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Sorry for getting angry at another podcast. We didn't name them. Right. Yeah, I don't even know what their podcast know is either. called, so it doesn't matter. Uh, but the point is, I will bully you any day. That's what he does. That's what we do. We're comics. We bully. We talk shit. We get in your face. The we American Bully. Care. That's how I want everyone to refer to me yes. from now on. That's the name of your special, right? <laughs> uh, that should be. My special that will never exist. Yes. Shush it. Well, yes, it will. Stop. The universe is listening. I know. I'm uh, telling Dice. <laughs> We're going to get you bullying American bully shirts. Yeah, have them print them up. I want it in felt. Andrew will be so happy to iron them off. Velvet. I'm, I'm listening to my mixtape. <laughs> you know, for Christmas, I had to buy him blank tapes, cassette tapes. That's beautiful. And he's like, you got them. I go, I had to go back in time yeah. to get these. What's? I saw a bunch of uh, blank cassette tapes for sale at the... Where? Uh, the at the Jewish grocery store at like it's uh Does Andrew own it? That's so weird. It could be. I, I, I used to have to go there. It's in uh Studio City, I think. I wonder what yeah, it is. Um but I used to have to go there to buy weird Israeli food for my wife. Okay. And I'm, Oh, you every, mean kosher. It's not, it's not weird. It's not even kosher. Oh, it's she's different. not kosher. It's just, okay. it's just like specifically weird Israeli stuff. Okay. Okay. And so I went there and uh I always thought it was funny when I would check out. They, they would have like a 10-pack of blank cassette tapes. I'm like, who the fuck is buying this shit? Andrew. But he, he obviously Andrew's didn't know about it because Andrew. every time I went for like three years, they were it's the same box of cassette tapes just sitting right there. And by the register, like they were like, people grab these on the way out. It's all about placement. <laughs> Kit Kats <laughs> okay, yeah. and yeah, cassette get, tapes. Get the Kit Kats, the Trident, and the... 10 pack of 60 minute cassettes don't forget it's 60 minutes that's a good one i had to get them 90 minutes anyway <laughs> thanks yep. for listening guys thank you so much for listening uh i don't know when this comes out because we're stockpiling but yeah. uh i will be at the brokerage comedy club in long island uh february 15th and 16th so come through got a lot of people coming and i'm excited but we need some more we need more. Otherwise, all we're not going to book Rick and I all over the country so we can make some money. Yep. Money, money, money. Uh, yeah, or go to my website, Eleanor J. Kerrigan, and check out all the dates. See if I'm coming near you. we got Kansas coming up, Kansas City coming up at The Comedy Club April 4th through the 6th, and then House of Comedy in Phoenix the 24th through the 27th. I hope that you're at that club for Easter because that's when I used to have to go sit at brunch. Uh, at the location where the Kansas City, the Comedy Club Good of Kansas question. City is now I don't now know when Easter is this year. I don't know. My religious kind of You've fallen out. off. Oopsies. Good. All right. Thank you guys, Thanks, guys for listening. Rate, subscribe, all that shit. Love you. Bye. Thanks, bye.